Ecclesiastes says, What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. I perceived that there is nothing better for them than to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also, that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. I perceived that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. God has done it, so the people fear before him. That which is already has been. That which is to be already has been, and God seeks what has been driven away. Ecclesiastes is a very interesting book. The passage I just read is from chapter 3. It is rightly in the wisdom section of the Bible, and a little bit like Proverbs, but in my opinion more like James. Ecclesiastes is very thematic, and that's important because if you read through it, um, well, all sorts of things will happen, but one of them is he just keeps bringing this up. But he's not bringing it up making a sustained argument, like in the book of Job or um, in the New Testament, like most of the letters in the New Testament. He's bringing it up as a kind of wisdom, a kind of repetition, like a song, if you will, coming back to a chorus. And the writer of Ecclesiastes touches on so much vanity, the vanity of wealth, especially in light of the fact that legacy is absurd because we don't know who's going to come after us. Uh, The vanity of honor before others. Um, And the book of Ecclesiastes can seem not positive. It can seem negative. But um, in truth, it's a very, very beautiful book about what is before us to be enjoyed in the world and how we might miss enjoying it through haste or folly or believing that the good in the world is deeply good instead of mundanely good. I remember hearing a pastor many, many years ago in the 90s as he was preaching on Ecclesiastes said, and because of this text, I'm going to go watch my son's baseball game this afternoon with a Dr. Pepper and a Twix. And I thought that was an outstanding application of James, or excuse me, of Ecclesiastes, where we read it and it has such clear eyes and plenty of proverbs contrasting folly and wisdom, contrasting haste with enjoying one's work and the good and the people and the mundane gifts of food and drink. One of the more um, enjoyable professors that I had in seminary was an Englishman, and when he was in college, he was despairing of life. He was not a Christian, and um, he was walking along the cliffs of Dover, if you've ever seen in England, and thinking about the despair that accompanies life, the existentialism, if you will, the dread that accompanies being human. And a friend invited him to a Bible study, and they were studying Ecclesiastes. And he didn't know that there was such honesty in the Scripture about all the things we could humanly be led to despair over. And he became a Christian. Because Ecclesiastes can be despairing, clause to clause or verse to verse, but ultimately it's honest and hopeful. And it's honesty and hopefulness to remind us that there is good available, beginning with fearing God. It's the closest that Ecclesiastes comes to uh, telling or preaching or describing the gospel is reminding us to fear God and to trust him in all seasons, though it is different to trust him in a season of despair as opposed to a season of plenty. And then much more repeated throughout the book are the uh, 
availability to enjoy mundane good things and the people in our life, especially once we realize that they cannot deliver in ways that only God can, especially when we understand the size of them. Ecclesiastes does not preach the gospel that uh, we're loved, that through the work of Christ we're reconciled to God, and then we have a role to play. But in light of the gospel, Ecclesiastes is such lovely news that in addition to the gospel, we can enjoy this life in some measure, especially knowing what things cannot deliver to our hearts peace the way that God can.